You're awesome for a week, and then not so much for three weeks. Consistency matters in congruence. You're the only person who sets that standard for yourself when it comes to congruence. I want you to feel like you are living in alignment with your best self. Alignment with my best self, consistent. It doesn't have to be perfect. When you stop trying to do hard things, you stop developing. We can just go, oh, there's a wall, I hit it. I've decided I'm not willing to try hard things anymore. I'd better try hard things. It's the great unlock. Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, every single week we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. 
Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You go too many weeks and months playing a smaller game that you know you're built to build, you'll feel it. Now, I know some people say, but Brandon, that plays right into self-esteem problems because you're setting unfair expectations. You're saying people have unlimited potential. And then when they find out that's not true, then they feel bad about themselves. I'm like, well, you define truth for me because I don't think you can and I can't. That truth rests on the person's shoulders. Your truth is your truth. You know what you're here for. You know what you're capable of. You know, you know when you're dogging it. You know when you're playing in the minor leagues, but you have the capability to play in the big leagues of life. You know it. You know every person I've ever met in my life, and this is one of my mean questions as a high performance coach. I ask them, hey, how was the week? They tell me about the week. I go, was there any moment this week you were half-assing it? Now, apparently, you're not supposed to say this anymore, I've been told. <laughs> Everybody knows when they're half-assing it. In every area of their life, they know when it's not full expression or full authenticity or full truth or full kindness or full at-bat. Everybody knows. I had a friend last week. I'm, I'm really, you don't want to be friends with me. Because you call me, Brandon, da, 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 da. things are going good. A friend of mine tell me about their relationship. They're trying to better their marriage. Tell them everything, and they went on a date night. And they kind of told me about the date night, and they talked about all these games, their kids are in sports. So tell me all this stuff. And I, they kind of breezed by the date night thing. So I said, it's funny, when we were talking, you said the date night thing, you kind of breezed by. Tell me about that. They kind of told me about it. Well, she is this, and she is this, and that is this, and this, and this. And I said, interesting. I said, can I ask you a hard question? He goes, yeah. I said, were you half-assing it on date night? He's like, what? <laughs> I said, were you half-assing it on date night? Did you show up on date night for your wife or not? He was like, oh, well, Brendan. <laughs> I'm a hard friend because I measure the things. I just believe that when you engage something, things change. But see, we have a society that is so disengaged and has allowed people disengaged that we can talk next to each other and a person can be on their phone as we're talking, fully disengaged from the conversation. That's totally allowable. Completely, who has this in your household all the time? You're like, oh my gosh, that would drive crazy. When, when that happens in your household, the household starts falling apart. We gotta be in a fully engaged environment to be happy. This is not my opinion. Study one of my favorite books of all time, Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi, one of the great positive psychologists in history, talks about the concept of flow, and you can't have flow without being fully engaged. You can't win on the sports field being half-assed, because everybody else there is being paid. They're engaged. You can't win in a marriage when you got one partner way more engaged than the other. 
Like being fully engaged is important. Why does that matter? When you're talking about congruence, Brandon, I thought congruence was just living in alignment with my values. I'm like, a lot of people live in alignment with their values half-ass. <laughs> and that's when they half-like themselves. See, the problem with congruence is it has to run pretty tight. What that means is you don't have a, an extreme level of flexibility when it comes to who we know we are. Meaning, if one of your values is to be a kind, loving person and you're a jerk to somebody, you know right off the bat you shouldn't have done that. It was a break. And it's gotta run fairly tight for you to feel the best about yourself. It doesn't mean for you to feel perfect. No one's talking about perfection in this room. That's where a lot of people get off in their self-esteem where they start feeling bad, they gotta, it's gotta be perfect. I don't need to be perfect, I just need to be aligned. It's gonna be tight. It can be a little bit loose, but it's gotta be a little bit tight in alignment and congruence of who I am. And consistency is where it matters. Congruence requires consistency. You can't be congruent with who you really are and get the benefits of valuing yourself and perceiving yourself well when you keep breaking your values week after week after week. When you keep doing things you know aren't adding to your life week after week after week, because duration matters in self-esteem. Consistency matters in congruence. And you've all felt that before. You're awesome for a week, and then not so much for three weeks. That week doesn't always carry the month. Self-esteem is a very adaptive and flexible thing in real time, right? That's why I say congruence kind of got to run tight because you might not remember how great you were three months ago today. If you were a jerk to your spouse this morning, does that affect your self-concept? Even if you took her to Greece this summer. <laughs> Didn't happen to me, I'm just. <laughs> I got points in Greece, one. <laughs> John Gray fans know that joke, one point days. So I, I want to let you know that congruence, it's a consistency thing, but it's an adaptive, real-time thing. You gotta run it tight. I mean, it's gotta be there. You gotta be congruent consistently, because so often our self-esteem is disheveled by the day's situations, so we gotta be attentive and aware to who we are being, right? It's easy to be incongruent. It's so easy for people these days to cheat, to steal, to lie. It's celebrated. It's something that's so part of our culture, we look the other way. We don't even notice it anymore. But there's a higher standard that only you get to give yourself for congruence. What I tell people is the problem with self-esteem so often is no one expects anything from you in it. The problem with self-esteem is no one expects any of it. No one checks in on it. No one cares about it. You're the only person who sets that standard for yourself when it comes to congruence. People will let you break it. And I know this because some of you are people pleasers and you've let people in your life break their congruence and their word with you day after day, month after month, year after year. Who knows what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, she raised her hand like, can I say that? I don't know if that was your husband. But she's like, the hand started going up. She's up. Put that hand down. I don't know, sometimes he asks me to raise my hand, it's not always good. <laughs> Gotta listen. 
Congruence is so important. I want you to feel like you are living in alignment with your best self. Would you write that down? Alignment with my best self consistently. Alignment with my best self consistently. Doesn't have to be perfect, but alignment. Remember, it can be loose, but not too loose. You gotta play it tight. Alignment with my best self consistently. Because who wants an extraordinary quality of life? Like, I want the ultra life. I want that extraordinary quality. I don't want a normal, mundane life. It doesn't mean I don't enjoy normal, mundane moments. But I want life to shine. I want life to be elevated. I want to experience the beauty and the gratitude and the fullness and the richness of what life really is. But I will never experience that, even if I have all the stuff and the relationships, if I'm out of alignment with the best of who I know I can be. This is the stuff of self-esteem. Third idea today, what we call the wall of willingness. The wall of willingness. So often when I coach somebody, I can hear how they value themselves based on how they dealt with the last hard thing. And if you're in a place where you're like, Brandon, I'm hearing what you're saying today, and this sounds good, but I don't like myself. I've made mistakes. I'm upset with something that's going on. I don't feel good. I want to let you know, that's normal. Don't hate on yourself for that. And could we look at the last couple hard things you dealt with and just ask, how did you talk to yourself and value yourself? Because what I've always found, and you check me on this if you're not having a good day. You check me on this if it's a bad year in business. You check me on this if you're like, Brennan, I've been through two and a half years of anxiety and hell. Let me tell you something. Check me on this. Have the last couple hardships, struggles, crises, difficulties, bad times, have all of that added up to today, you're less willing to take on hard things. That's the wall of willingness. People hit it, and they hit it hard. They just, they wake up, Brennan, I hit a wall. I am no longer willing to try. I am no longer willing to push. I'm no longer willing to get better. I'm no longer willing to live in alignment. I'm no longer willing to struggle. I'm no, it's like they hit this wall of willingness to do hard things. What, if you study my work, we call honoring the struggle. See, we don't hit a wall. We just know the struggle is there. The struggle is always going to be there. It's going to be difficult. And instead of facing it as a wall, we just know it's the flow of life. Hard seasons, difficult seasons. The flow of life is going to flow through your self-esteem too. And instead of getting discouraged and mad at yourself and then hitting a wall of willingness to no longer be willing to try, if you hit that wall and you're no longer willing to try, two things happen in your psychology. First, you hit it and you say, I'm out. I'm not willing to try. I'm not engaging in hard things anymore. 
two things that happen. One, you stop developing. And soon as you stop developing, your brain hits that thunderous question. You don't feel like you're bettering your life anymore. You feel worse. So it's kind of funny. It feels safe to stop trying to do hard things. And it's crazy dangerous. Because when you stop trying to do hard things, you stop developing. When you stop developing, your mind starts playing little tricks on you. First, as you stop developing, you know you're not getting better, so your self-esteem lowers a bit, right? Self-esteem goes down a little bit. There's no, look, I did that, I tried that. So there's a little bit of lower in self-esteem. But then the brain plays a trick on you. You start getting discouraged seeing everybody else still going. We're social beings. So you hit a wall of willingness, but other people are going through the wall. Other people are still on the road, they're going just fine, and you kind of, you're holding back. You stopped. And then the brain does this thing where it starts blaming other people and hating other people for their progress, creating social division. So now, we're discouraged, we're not developing, and we're divided from others. This slippery slope, if you've heard me talk about it, all of a sudden, slip, 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 and that discouragement, lack of development, division of others, leads into defeat. And when you feel defeated, that's not called self-esteem. When you don't feel empowered, emboldened, strong, capable, loving, flowing, generous, kind, instead you feel defeated, you have to hear what I said today because we can boost that. We can change that by working it backwards. We can just go, oh, there's a wall. I hit it. I've decided I'm not willing to try hard things anymore. I better try hard things. It's the great unlock. It's moving out of that comfort zone that's actually defeat zone. Do you know how many people confuse the two things? There's a great confusion in the world between the defeat zone and the comfort zone. They're two very different things. One is very discouraging. One is homeostasis, an authentic flow. Comfort and the comfort zone is not a bad thing. I know everyone teaches, the comfort zone's a terrible thing. I'm like, oh, comfort zone's good. If you're in a good place and you're in a vibe and you're flowing and it's smooth and it's just like, oh, that's, that's a good place to be. That can be nice, right? It's all right. You don't, Self-esteem isn't being heightened and jumping out as a clown with a marching band 24-7. That's not self-esteem, right? That might be energy, but it's not the same thing. We shouldn't confuse those. You don't need to have heightened levels of energy. But what you do need to understand is when you're defeated versus being in comfort zone. And people confuse them all the time. If you're defeated, you're unwilling to take on the hard things. And the first thing you got to notice this in, you got to know it in yourself. But for those, I know a lot of you are leaders, influencers, teachers, and motivators. The world right now feels very discouraged, very defeated. That's why we have this huge problem of disengagement at work. People are working from home remotely, and they're not even engaged. They got all this set up. They got the little room. They got their little Zoom background. They've done everything. They're not even logging in in some countries, in some companies, in some teams. When you see a team 
lose, and you watch them walk into the locker room, and the defeat is hanging on them, and they start blaming the other team and the other coach and the other players, it's like poison. It's just like it, the defeat, you just know. You can predict. Now they feel defeated. You can predict how they show up on the field. Well, how'd you finish your last Friday? Did you finish last Friday defeated or on an uptick? It really does matter. It really does matter. I want for all of my teams, I, I tell all of our high-performance coaches, we certify high-performance coaches. We got any CHPCs in this house? Hey! What's up, y'all? It's one of the things I tell our CHPCs, and if you want to be a great leader, you have to hear this. If you're a good leader, you are paid to push. You're paid to push people beyond that wall of willingness. They might not want to go there, but when they do, that breakthrough, that boost, that energy, that confidence, that momentum, that's irreplaceable. That is like fire. When you see someone go from defeated to breaking through that wall of willingness, and they try, and even if they fail, it's like they stand up, they're like, I tried, mom, look. They're fired up. And you keep that momentum as a leader, trying, breaking through, trying, breaking through, trying, breaking through. Willingness goes up, self-esteem goes up. Willingness goes up, self-esteem goes up. Willingness goes up, when you're completely unwilling, self-esteem goes down. And you can feel this in every energy, not just your self-esteem, you can feel this in social esteem of a marriage. When both people in a marriage have disengaged, both people in a marriage have said, I'm out, I'm unwilling to try, you can feel the energy in that house. Don't go to them on Halloween, because they got no good candy. Like, I'm telling you, that is not the house you knock the door on. Like, cause see, the more people feel bad about themselves, the more they disengage from themselves and disengage from others. Then they lack congruence because they're not being in full. Then they can't answer the question, am I feeling better? And it's like a death spiral. It's a loop for your mindset that just, you're like, I can't break it. Yes, you can. Be more willing, try again, push. Be more willing, try again, push. Be more willing, try again, push. But Brendan, that's exhausting. I'm like, welcome to life. <laughs> when does that end? When you stop breathing. When does that end? It doesn't. It doesn't. I'm one of those guys, I actually think in heaven, there's gonna be hard work. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm gonna get up there and God's gonna go, hey, I got some stuff for you to do. I'm like, oh man, I thought the daiquiris. I, uh, <laughs> I thought the clouds and the daiquiris. He's going to be like, bro, you got soul. You got stuff to do. We got some work to do down there. Some people are struggling. I think the hard work doesn't end. You think the work is going to be less in heaven? I think you're being called up. I think you're going from the minors to the majors. Ah. I think you didn't even know. You're training goodness now to deploy it bigger later. That's my willingness. I'm getting good now so I can serve bigger later. That's my mentality, bettering myself so I can be of service as we will talk about. The willingness, get back in the fight. The willingness, get back on the dream. It's okay that sometimes you had a bad run. It's okay life sucks. Like I said, we're flowing through life. It's ups and downs, that's natural. You're dancing with it, but you gotta get back in. You got to keep reinserting yourself. You have to assert yourself back into the flow of life. That's the willingness. Asserting yourself into the flow of life. 
right? Sometimes you're going along with it. Sometimes you're rowing, but you're in charge and you're in the boat. We have to remember willingness, willingness. I can predict your self-esteem based on your willingness. It's so easy to do. And remember, self-esteem isn't a soft concept. It's how you value yourself, how you perceive yourself, how that manifests itself and how you show up in life. So critical. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I want to jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling, you know, 20 plus blockbuster online courses or where I go live in my membership areas or how I accept money online now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course? and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules. Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses this. U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10-digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more, you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com, just like it sounds, community.com. 
Check it out. 